Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
and there is no one else like you. There is no one else. Cause you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else. Cause you do mighty things. And you do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Somebody come on. You do my, you do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. We give the glory, God. You do mighty things. You do, you do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Awesome is your name.
the disease. Your name is healer. You're a miracle working The name is Yahweh. Somebody bless him. Bless him in this place. Your name is Yahweh. And I go Sunday, Miracle working now. Your name is. Water, mighty God, we serve. 
He's a great and awesome God. And glory, glory, hallelujah. Everything written about you. For you are the reason why I lift my head. And why I lift my voice. And why I sing to you. Father, you are the reason I'm alive today. And I am here to say, it's all because of you. And you are the reason, you are the reason why I lift my voice. Why I sing to you. Father, I sing to you. And you are the reason. Amen, amen. He is the reason. Amen. We worship and to give you all the glory and serve you with all our heart. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Says, praise God. It's the best way to set that up. Well, praise God. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Glory to his name that we can come together in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. It's It's been a busy, busy week here in Dublin, Texas, but all that's going on as we are preparing for vacation Bible school and that we're building a mushroom kingdom of Mario and Luigi and all that good stuff. And it has kept us busy because partially about the message tonight, 
We need people to serve the Lord. Ones who call upon his name, you should be serving the Lord. And we have not had a lot of people show up. But the ones that have been there, bless each one. Even the youth showing themselves more more uh, available to the Lord and want to serve him than regular people at our church right now. I know everybody's got a lot of stuff going on, but you still got to make time for God. As you'll see in this message tonight, it is a very serious thing with the Lord that we have to walk in the footsteps of Christ and understand to be true servants of our glorious King and Savior. And that's part of it. Here we are, and it's a small remnant. It's small group that really want to serve the Lord. So you start wondering, who are really God's children? Of course, the Lord knows. He knows their hearts. But there shouldn't be no pew sitters. There shouldn't be no seat sitters doing nothing and claiming that they know Jesus. The faith that we have is an action. It's a movement word. And that is very important to serve the Lord one way or another, whatever that is, in ministry, in praying, in singing, in worshiping, in helping others, teaching, guiding, giving of your time and money. I mean, how much has Christ done for us? How can't we do anything for him? The one that came, the one that witnessed to the truth of what the Father is saying, that we were sinners, we needed a Savior, that you was in captivity to the most evil, evil, dark prince and taskmaster that don't care anything about any of God's created children. He just wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. And he'll do it whatever means. But your God and your Savior, the love he showed, and what he did, what should we be doing for him? We should be doing all we can to serve and honor him. Amen. Well, glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. This is another night. Praise God we can come together. With all that's going on and what's happened in the world, this is a very important thing to know. Your place in the kingdom of God. Your place before your Savior and King. Know that we have to walk the path that Christ did. That path is serving. That path is humility. That path is being there for others. That path is to face everything that Christ faced, and you will. And that you're able to make it through because you do not face it alone. God loves you. And he'll never leave you or forsake you. He's been there. He knows what you're facing and what we're all going through in these days. You'll never be alone. He's always with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us because he has shown up. When God shows up, he stays. Our God stays. So praise God. What else could I say? That's very important that God's put on our heart as we're dealing with it at our fellowship. And I'm sure many other churches are dealing with it. And we have a lot of people that claim the name of Jesus, but don't seem like to do very much. But that's between them and the Lord. But we are to share the message that God puts in our heart. 
So they can. They will become better servants and know how they are to be obedient, sons and daughters of the Most High. But, like I said, God gives us the strength. He gives us the wisdom. He gives us the guidance. He gives us the discernment. It's all in this message. Very clear what the Lord is saying in these days. Praise his name. Hallelujah. One result. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what we've got. We got some interference here today. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. It is it has been slow. Hallelujah. Be with Project uh brothers and sisters. What a man. There we go. Um, you have to let all the ads come up before the, the thing will move. It's 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 unreal and it's acting goofy. And I should have done this. It's been it's been acting up. Am I still in my thing? Yeah. Um, I'm looking for something. Okay, I think it's it. Yeah. All right, I found it. All right, praise God. Well, anyway, I hope all y'all have had a good week and know that we trust the Lord in all that we're uh, that we're doing and that he's with us and gives us the strength and wisdom that he has so far. And I know it will continue, but it'll be, like I said, it, it's supposed to be for others. It's supposed to be like the Vacation Bible School is supposed to be for the kids. Who can't reach out to the kids? Uh, I mean, we want to do good to the, you know, do for the children and, and show them that God loves them and not, I don't know if you've seen that new movie yet by Jim Cathedral, but it's tough. It's It's sad what is happening in this world, especially in this nation. The sound of freedom, I, I would I'd urge you to check it out. And that we make this, you know, God's revealing it so this you know, some of this can be stopped, but it tells you how how far we've gone down. And as what he says and they, they share at the end, I'm not gonna give the movie away, but uh US needs to be destroyed. The kind of things it's been doing, yeah. Bring it on, Lord. This nation needs to be destroyed. This ungodly uh, world uh, type of things that they're involved in and in the terrible things of sin. Yeah. Judgment should come to this nation, for sure. It's really sad. And how many people are involved and how long it took them. You know, brothers, they've had this movie out. They had it ready five years ago. It took five years to get it on the screen because the people involved from Hollywood 
the politics and government are all involved in this terrible thing of child trafficking and abuse. God have mercy. And I'm telling you, it'd be better than the hell, I mean, to put a millstone around their neck and drown than face God messing with his little ones. Yes. Yes, it is, sis. That's the devil. He does not care anything. He has no mercy. He don't care about children. He just wants you all. He wants us all dead. He wants us all gone. You know, it's a funny thing in that Independence, Independence Day movie about the invasion, and that's what the thing was saying to him. We want you dead. We want you gone. There's nothing about peace or wanting to be any kind of friends or anything. No, they just want to destroy you. Really showed pretty well the real entities that they're not aliens, but they're demons. Demonic, fallen angels, they're all that. Just disguising themselves and making fool, trying to deceive people. Now, these are things from hell. These are from interdimensional beings that are evil. Don't matter if they're gray or black or gray or white, they call them, whatever. But anyway, yeah, if you haven't seen the movie uh, The Sound of Freedom, you need to check it out. It's based on a truth story of a man here in the U.S., thank God for him and the ones that were involved in, in uh, Columbia, and uh, the children's story, this one little boy and girl that both got caught up and unbelievable as you see how it comes together, how terrible and sneaky and crafty these people are. But God, he will take the end of it. There is a time where sin there will be the time that sin has to take its course, but it will end, and God will take care of it. Well, praise God that we come together tonight. And like I said, it, it, it's getting people to rise up and help, you know, do the minor things. We're going to do the best we can to make it good for the kids. And they should, you know, that should be in their heart. If you're really God's children, you should have a heart for children to know Jesus. You should have a heart anybody you, that you know your family, friends, or even strangers, that they need the Savior. And you've got to be part of what God wants you to be, which we've been called vessels. We've been called servants. We've been called sons and daughters of God. Let's start acting like it. Start living like it. Make time for Christ. Don't get so caught up in your own self. It leads to nothing. Only thing that will be received is what we have done by what the Spirit does in us. Understand that. You as believers, the whole thing about the Bema seat is reward, is humbling yourself and let the Holy Spirit move in your life. All that other stuff will be burned up. It matters what the heart of God is. And the heart of God is for the unborn. The heart of God are for these young children. God have mercy on these people that want to do this terrible thing. God have mercy. I don't totally understand, except it just tells you how terrible sin is and why Christ did what he did and how much God hates anything that is going to hurt little ones or any people, but it will be dealt with. And all of them right now, they better be grateful we're in the time of grace. Because when it's God's judgment time, 
He's just going to be just as perfect. And you pray that it would be something here, and you're still alive when you cry out to Jesus. Because if it's something that takes you out before you come to Jesus, oh, God of mercy. God of mercy. But that won't be a place that will be mercy. It will be a place of judgment forever. Well, anyway, praise God. I know I'm a little fired up, but after you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's holy anger rises up. And you thank God that, you know, there is people out there stopping some stopping some of this. But it is very clear. It's pretty well another Jesus is coming moment. I can tell you that. It really is. Because these kind of things will be judged. They think they can get along and do whatever they want. And, you know, it's not about, you know, the whatever you want to call it, the, the, the sexual part or the perverts, whatever you want to call it. It's about money. These people are in it for money, the, the ones that uh, – that traffickers and all. Now, the others, they're just caught up in a spirit of lust, and I'm sure it's all over them, that they think that being with young children, whatever, makes them going to have vitalities with the lies that the devil tells them. God have mercy. I know that Sister Jeanette has dealt with some of that with her um, with her grandson. And praise God that God's made a way where he don't face it. Don't face it anymore. We pray for the one that was doing it, that he'd be free. Starting to learn a lot of these things these people are, are caught up in. Only Jesus can really free them because there's a spirit behind it. Either they're controlled by it, possessed by it, or influenced by it. And that's what we need to be praying against. Everything of the enemy in Jesus' name, by the power of his blood and the mighty Holy Spirit. Take authority. Be bold in Christ. Be bold in Christ. As one pastor saying, we are the resistance in this world. We are the ones to stand strong for Jesus and not go along with all those terrible, evil things that people want to do. Be the resistance until Christ comes. That's what we've been called to be, prayer warriors. Our weapons are not of carnal things. Our weapons of spiritual and great and power in Christ. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Oh, yeah, you don't come in the name of yourself. You don't come in the name of some cause. You come in the name of Jesus, the glorious name above all. They understand that. They bow down to it, and they will run and flee from that powerful name because they know they will face judgment forever from him. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And we'll get started tonight. Glory to God. Oh, yes. This is going to be power. This is things in the Holy Spirit, man. I mean, he he, 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 he pulls it out very cut and dry. There's not going to be no uh, anything in between, any kind of questions in between what the Holy Spirit reveals. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and praise you tonight. We thank you that we can come together in the name of Jesus and look to you. Help us now. Focus, Lord. Help us. And watch over and protect us. We pray for others that want to be involved and want to come and worship and be with us as the family of God here. That you make a way and open the airways and open uh, the chat room and the phones and whatever way. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the Holy Spirit guides us. We need you so much, Lord. We cannot do this ourselves, but we have to believe and trust you. And Lord, we give you all the glory and praise for your worthy. We thank you again, Lord, that we are here and we're able to share these truths 
and that is you in these times. You said everything that is hidden will be exposed, and it is, Lord. You're exposing it left and right. We thank you for that, Lord, that you are bringing the darkness into the light, and it is exposed. We pray that others understand. They start doing something about it until you come, and the best thing we can do is definitely pray, definitely be there for one another, and, and watch over our children and know you've got your angels who camp around them. We're very grateful for everything, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, hallelujah, brothers and sisters. The, the scripture for this is, is based on the, the uh, model prayer when they asked uh, when they asked about how do we pray. And when you and they, they asked. Let's see. They asked Jesus, how do you pray? This is Matthew chapter 6, 7 through 10. And when you pray, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they think, they think, uh, they, I mean, they, for they think they will be heard because of the many words. Do not be like them, praying as they do. For your Father knows what you need before you ask him. He just wants you to have a relationship with him. He knows what we need before we even ask. He just wants us to acknowledge him. Pray then in this way. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The atmosphere is changing now. Here as in heaven. Here as in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Here is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Make away, Lord. (laughs) There we go. Sort of slow tonight. But we're going to make it through. There he goes. Take away, Father. Pray in the name of Jesus. No, that's not the one I... <laughs> Here we go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, still. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Help us, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. 
The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The atmosphere is changing now, for the Spirit of the Lord is here, the evidence is all around, that the Spirit of the Lord is here, overflowing this place, fill our hearts with your love. Your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love. Your love surrounds us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Here is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. But the Spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow in this place. Fill your heart with your love. Your love surrender. You're the reason we came to encounter your love, your love surrounds Overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds You're the reason we came. To encounter your love, your love surrounds Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Oh, Jesus! Yes, we do, Lord! Hallelujah! Yes, Lord! Glory. Glory. Amen. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come. 
your will be done here as in heaven. Spirit of God, call friends on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Dearest in heaven. Amen. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your Your kingdom come, your will be done, dear as in heaven. Hallelujah, oh glory, oh hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, amen. Praise your name, Lord. Oh, glory, Lord. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
All right. All right. Sis. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. There she is. Hi, sis. Hi, brother. Brother. Amen. Amen. Good. Good uh, that you're here, and good to hear you. Praise God. Uh, it's been a it's been a little battle on the computer. Not too bad. I, I, we've had tougher times, but it's been a little uh, I don't know um, shaky or um, hesitant. Yeah, a little hesitant. But I've been praying, and it it seems like it's doing a little bit better now. But we're here. Amen. Amen. The power. The power of the Lord. The power of God. Oh, amen. The presence of the Spirit. The enemy don't have no place. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, sis, I'm gonna let you uh, uh, start. I mean, go ahead and continue to worship and praise. I I, I got to get me some more ice in my glass real quick. But you go ahead, okay? Okay, brother. Okay, brother. Bless you. Bless you too. Every breath that I take 
Love. 
in serving our glorious Savior. And we don't face it alone. The Holy Spirit here, he's serving now too. As Christ went and sat at the right hand of the Father, the Father sent the promise, the Holy Spirit. So he's here. And he's here to teach us and guide us. Amen? So the message tonight is true servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, right now. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Grace, mercy from God our Father and Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Be refreshed and strengthened by the mighty Holy Spirit, the Spirit of life everlasting. Amen? Brothers and sisters, tonight, we will study and look at, again, who we are supposed to be in Christ. We will look at two groups of people, those who know, love, and serve the Lord in their life daily, and those who do not. God did not make this choice difficult. Either you choose life and serve the living God, or you choose death and serve Satan. This is all started with Adam and Eve, the first created children of God. When God made them man and woman, he gave them free will. He gave each of you a free will too. When they were created, they chose to serve. Uh, they chose, I mean, they were, when they were created, they chose to serve God and truly love him. You see, brothers and sisters, this is a sign of truly loving others, that you choose to serve and help others because you care about them. You're concerned for their well-being. You want them to know that there is a loving, caring Father God. He is the creator of the heart, soul, and life. He sent his son to show us and teach us how we are to live and serve. Amen? So again, Adam and Eve are commanded to tend to the Garden of Eden and that the Lord God gave them to live in. They were, they were learned from the Creator. They were to serve and obey the Lord. The Lord is true and pure love. This love has to be tested in each of us, even Adam and Eve, to see if they and, truly, and we truly love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, and soul. We have to hear the Spirit of God. We have to obey the Lord God. Amen? So part of serving the Lord, who is true, uh, who is true service of the Lord, I mean, so part of the, about serving the Lord, who is true servants of the Lord, ones who are not? This came up very early in the life of mankind. First, let's take the two words first, is true, the meaning of true, conforming to reality. How about that? Conforming to reality or fact. Not false, real, I mean, excuse me, conforming to reality or fact. Not false, real, genuine, authentic, sincere, not deceitful. Well, that sounds sort of like the Lord, don't it? Firm in alliance, loyalty, faithful, steadfast. This is what the Lord God expects from each of us because he is all these. Amen. Second, the word servant. A person in the service of another. The Holy Spirit showed me another word, serve, to act as a, to render assistance, be of use, help, and act 
And the last definition, to be the service of the word, I mean, uh, in the service of the work of God. So you see the standards and the kind of fruit a true servant of the Lord will have and how the servant, I mean, the servant is to serve and work in him. It's second, brother, sister. Genesis chapter 3, 8 through 19. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool afternoon breeze of the day so that man and his wife hid and his wife hid and kept himself hidden from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to Adam and he said to him, where are you? He said, I heard a sound of you walking in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. They weren't right with God anymore. They had been disobedient. That's what people, you know, when they fear and they don't know the future and they fear death, this is it. They fear the judgment of Almighty God because he is real. God said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten the fruit of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, here goes the blame game. The woman who gave to me with me, she gave me fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled us. And deceive me. And that's what he does. And I ate from the forbidden fruit tree. The Lord God said to the serpent, look who he goes to first. Because you have done this, you're cursed more than all the cattle and more than any animal of the field. On your belly you shall go. The dust you shall eat. All the days of your life. And I will put it into me, uh, uh, open hostility between you and the, and the woman, and between your seed, offspring, and her seed. Well, he likes coming after women big time, isn't he? All about uh, trying to make them, you know, uh, the unborn. Uh, yeah, all that, you know. Mm. He shall fatally bruise your head, and you should only bruise his heel. He's going to take you out. And everything that Christ went through, God looks at it as only bruising his heel. <laughs> to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your your pain in childbirth. Ladies, you can thank Eve for this. In pain, you will give birth to children. Yet you desire longing will be for your husband, and you will and he will rule with authority over you and be responsible for you. Then Adam said, and then to Adam, the Lord God said, because you have listened attentively to the voice of your wife 
and have eaten fruit from the tree about which I command you, saying, you shall not eat of. The ground is down under your feet, curse, right there. There's the curse. This is why you got, like, you have grass and you have stickers. This is why you have trees that have thorns. Because of you, in sorrow, you shall toil. You shall, uh, uh, you shall sorrow and toil. You shall eat the fruit of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles shall grow for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to, to the ground. I, I don't know if they knew what bread was, but God was telling them. For from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. All who are listening, here is proof there is a true living God. Look around you. Look at everyday life. These are all realities in our life. Amen? This is what happened when, that, when man and woman chose to do their own thing and do it my way. We had a couple of famous singers that said that. What miserable endings of their life or how they lived. That was Presley and Frank Sinatra. We did it our way. Yeah, well, there you go. They chose not to serve or obey the Lord God. And here is the results, and all this is still here. Women have great pain in childbirth. There is thorns and thistles, and there is many more things because of disobedience. The biggest one, mankind now is separated from God, and they would die. Thank God. Thank God for our loving Father and Creator. He had a plan for redemption of mankind. Amen? So let's look at the difference between a true servant of the Lord and ones who are not. Amen? We will look at two examples that the Lord said it would be like when he comes back to his church, excuse me, for his church and bride and judgment of the world in the last days. Matthew 24 37, there's a number, 37 through 40. There's another number, 40. For the coming of the Son of Man, the Messiah, will be like in the days of Noah. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the very day when Noah entered the ark, like everyday life. And they did not know or understand until the flood came and swept them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. So as, in, so as the Lord was telling his disciples about the last days, let's look how the people will be just like in the time of Noah. Excuse me, Genesis 6, 5 through 8. The Lord saw that the wickedness and depravity of man was great on the earth. Do you think, do you think that it's any better than it was in that day or even worse? I'll tell you, after we saw that movie, I'd say it's probably worse. And that every every imagination or intent of thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. That's bad. The Lord regretted that he had made mankind on the earth, and he was deeply grieved in his heart. 
So the Lord said, I will destroy. And that word destroy means annihilate. Mankind, whom I have created from the surface of the earth. Not only man, but the animals and the crawling things and the birds of the air. Because it deeply grieves me to see mankind's sin. Like I said, God hates sin. I regret, and I regret that I have made them. But Noah, I regret that I made them. There's that them again, the same thing in the other chapter, talking about them instead of us. Noah being us, or Enoch even, I mean, uh, yeah, Enoch. But Noah found favor and grace in the eyes of the Lord. We have two brothers and sisters. But it's even greater for us because it's based on his son, the Savior, Jesus Christ. Do we see history repeating itself again? Did our Lord know this was going to happen again? Yes, he did. Look around you. Do you see why the Lord told his disciples and us who believe what is going, what's going to be like? The people of the world in Noah's day chose to go their own way. Go the way of Satan and the fallen angels to live for themselves in the flesh. They chose to serve no one but their own selves and the wicked appetite. The same thing is happening today, and I believe it is increasing. Look at the news. Look around you. God have mercy. Why are they doing this? Because they are not being obedient to the Lord God. They are not serving God. They are just taking care of me, myself, and I. This is not in any way the character of God. This is the character of the enemy of God, Satan. So with the free will that God gave them in Noah's day, most of mankind chose sin, flesh, and Satan. So this is a picture, an example to us, who we are. To, excuse me, example to us who are not true servants of the Lord. Now, look at Noah, a true servant of the Lord. Verse 8, but Noah found favor and grace in the eyes of the Lord. Why? He was obedient. He didn't give in to temptation and a life of sin. Didn't say he didn't sin. It meant a lifestyle of sin. He loved God and was obedient. And serve the Lord God. Serve. You see how important serve God is. Brothers and sisters, we too have to choose to love and serve the Lord God even when it is not popular. Or going against the flow of this world. Even if you do not do it alone. I mean, even if you do it alone. Like Noah, we have to choose to be true servants of the Lord. Personally, I want to choose favor and grace of God over the consequences of disobeying him. Amen? The next example, the Lord Jesus said it would be like that these days in a place called Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, Lord, I think we're there. Praise his name. Likewise, this is Luke 17, 28-30. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate and drank, and they brought and they bought and they sold and they planted and they built again, like life is normal. 
But in the day that Lot went in out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven to destroy them all. What's going to happen when the Lord takes his church and bride out of here? Mm. After these examples shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So let's look at this. Amen? Genesis 17, 16-23. Praise your name, Lord. Sometimes a blank sheet comes through. At least don't need, don't need, uh, don't uh, miss a beat as the next page is the right one. Verse 16. Then the men got up from there and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham walked. Then the men got up from there and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham and walk with them to send them on the way. The Lord said, shall I keep secret from Abraham? Shall I keep secret from Abraham, my friend, my servant, what I'm going to do? Since Abraham is destined to become a great and mighty nation, and all the nation earth will be blessed through him, for I have chosen, acknowledge him as my own, so that he may teach and command his children and the sons of his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is righteous and just, so that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has promised him. And the Lord said, The outcry of the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah is indeed great. Their sin is exceedingly uh, grave. I will go down now and see whether they have acted as vilely and wickedly as the outcry which comes to me indicates, and if not, I will know. The Lord himself, going down there. And they had such a cry, they could hear it in heaven. Now the two men, angelic beings, turned away, uh, away from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Abraham approached the Lord and said, Will you really sweep away the righteous with those who do right? With the wicked, those who do evil? Good question, right? We see Abraham, a servant of God, and he calls him my friend too, amen? Again, a clear contrast between the true servant of God and those who serve themselves and their flesh. True servants of the Lord will be righteous and will do right. The ones who are not, they will do evil. In Genesis 17, we see the blessings of the true servant of the Lord. Verses 18 and 19 and verses 20 to 21, we see the consequences of disobedient created ones. Now, we will see the final result of this kind of lifestyle. And I can tell you tonight, there is a day coming that this will repeat too. Because God Almighty will destroy the whole world with fire. Not just two cities, but the whole world. God have mercy. Genesis 19, 23-26. And you think the way of the alphabet rainbow is the right way? You better look into God's word and see what he thinks about it. The sun has risen over the earth when Lot came to Zor. Then the Lord God rained down brimstone, flaming sulfur, and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew, demolished, ended those cities and the entire valley and all the inhabitants of the city 
whatever grew on the ground even. But Lot's wife, from behind, foolishly, longingly, law looked backward towards Sodom in the act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. When God tells you something, it's best not be disobedient. But for us, thank God, we're in the time of grace. So we see the result of the wicked, vile, wicked sins of those who choose to disobey God and not serve him, God have mercy. Here, the Holy Spirit showed me a great truth and revelation. As we look at these examples, even the Lord has said, broad is the way to hell, and narrow is the way to life in heaven. You see, brothers and sisters, some reason when people have a choice to obey and serve God, they choose to take care of their self. They think they know best. We see by the two examples, the choices of mankind usually makes it not good. It leads to death and destruction. It leads to broken life and hearts too. So again, we know that God would have none perish, no, not one. But as we see, they, with their free will, choose to choose to perish. God have mercy. Now, here is what the Holy Spirit showed me, and to let you know, too. Amen? Genesis 19, 18 through 22. But Lot said to them, oh, no, not that place. My Lord, please listen. Your servant has found favor in your sight. And you have magnified your loving kindness and mercy to me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains because the disaster will overtake me and I will be killed. Now look, this town in the distance is near enough for us to flee to. And it is small with a, with a few people. Please let me escape there. Is it not small? so that my life will be saved? And the angel said to him, Behold, I grant you this request also. I will not destroy this town on what you have spoken. Hurry, take refuge there, for I cannot do anything to punish Sodom until you arrive there. For this reason, the town was named Zor, few and small. The Holy Spirit said, this is from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, My true servant is a remnant of my created ones who choose life, Jesus, as their Savior and Lord, and choose to love and serve and obey as your Lord showed and lived to be the example. How to live and be counted worthy to escape. Through faith in Christ and born again, what is coming upon this world? Listen to me, my children. Let me dwell in you. Let me lead you and show you the way to go. Let me help you and make it possible to fly away, to rise up into heaven, the kingdom of God. Let me anoint you to serve the living God. Let me give you my gift so that you can truly serve and be true servants of the Lord Jesus another I put in your life. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Few and small, that is us, brothers and sisters. Compared to the entire population of the world, God have mercy. We do pray that more and more will wake up and that they will see reality and quit living in this fantasy world, this so-called man-made utopia, lie of the devil, lie and so-called and so-called wisdom of man that is foolish. The only thing that brings life and peace and true freedom is Christ. The only one who can who can come, I mean, who can take you out of this lost dying world and take you to true life in heaven for all eternity is our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There is a place that uh, this is shown even with Jesus' disciples who will truly serve him or turn their backs on him. John 6, 59 through 65. Words to the disciples. Verse 59. He said these things in the synagogue while he was teaching in Capernaum. When many of the disciples heard this, they said, this is a difficult and harsh and offensive statement. Who can be expected to listen to to it? But Jesus, aware that his disciples were complaining about it, asked them, does this cause you to stumble and take offense? What then will you think if you see the Son of Man ascending to the realm where he was before? Ascending to the realm where he was before. It is the Spirit who gives life. And the flesh conveys, 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 excuse me, conveys no benefit. That's what I was saying earlier about being a servant of the Lord. It's what the Holy Spirit does in you, not in your flesh, but what the Spirit is doing through you. It is of no effect, no benefit, and no, excuse me, no account. It will not be accepted. It'll be burned up, honestly. Thank you, Jesus. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, providing eternal life. But still there are some of you who do not believe and have faith. Mm. For Jesus knew from the beginning he did not, uh, who did not believe and who would betray him. God knows our hearts. And he was saying, this is the reason why I have told you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him. That is, unless he is enabled to do so by the Father. By the Father, through the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. The Holy Spirit wants you to notice verse 66. What does it say? Of course. This put, this is put here in God's perfect way and to show the truth about John 6, 6, 6. Verse 66. As a result of this, many of his disciples abandoned him and no longer walked with him. God have mercy. Then Jesus spoke to the twelve. He chose to be the chose to be his disciples, to serve and obey him. John 6, 
67 to 69. So Jesus went to the 12 disciples. You don't want to leave too, do you? Simon Peter answered. Oh, hallelujah now. Simon Peter answered. Lord, <laughs> to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. You are the only, you are our only hope. Boy, if people can get a hold of that, their life will be eternal. We have believed and confidently trusted, and even more, we have come to know you personal observation and experience. That you are the Holy One of God, the Christ, the Son of the living God. So we see the difference between true servants of the Lord and the ones who are not. The ones lost and serving their self. So let's study this more. As the Holy Spirit shows us that we are to serve the Lord Jesus and others, as Jesus did our true way and example. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Ice is melting big time tonight. Exodus 23, verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and you shall and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and it will take, and I will take sickness away from the midst of ye. How about that? And you shall serve the Lord your God, and you shall bless. I mean, he shall bless the bread and the water, and I will take the sickness away from the midst of thee. What's happened to that promise? Is it because of lack of faith? Be the reason. We see so much phantom and sickness? Yes. This, again, is the consequences of not truly serving the Lord God. He said we had to. If you want this, if you don't, then we got all that mess out there. And people taking advantage of it. Because the love of money is the root of all evil, and there's all kind of money in anything dealing with sickness, or trying to make people better and giving them chemicals and poisons and put them in pretty packages and that wonderful commercial thing. Oh, yeah, everything's wonderful. But some reason these days, they have to share the side effects. When I see that, I say, go ahead, doc, you take it. When obedience, blessings, and protection, but being disobedient, there is death and destruction. Understand that clearly. This is cut and dry. Either it's blessings and protection, or it's the bits of, I mean, that's obedience. But being disobedient, there's death and destruction. Very clear. And I'm not just talking about here in this world. I'm talking about forever. Deuteronomy 6.13. Thou shalt fear the Lord your God, and serve him, and shall swear by his name. Lift up the name of Jesus, power in the name of Jesus, the authority in the name of Jesus. Be not ashamed of our glorious Savior. Amen. When you fear and honor and respect the Lord thy God, you will truly serve him. If you do not, you will not serve him. Deuteronomy 7, verse 4. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So I, the, so will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, 
and destroy these suddenly. Woo! Isn't that sort of what they say? There'd be peace and safety in, Revela- I mean, in Thessalonians 5? And then sudden destruction? Boy, sounds like we're going back in the Old Testament times. That's a tribulation, doesn't it? Brothers and sisters, be sure you are listening to the true servants of God. And do not be and do not let disobedient ones mislead you or deceive you from obeying and serving the Lord. There is consequences for disobedience. Amen. Here in our day, Paul warns us. When the disobedient one says peace and safety, everything is okie dokie, no problem. Then sudden destruction will come. Thessalonians, first Thessalonians chapter five. Verse 3, while they are saying peace and safety, all is well and secure, then in a moment unforeseen destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pain on a woman with child, and they shall absolutely not escape. For For there will be no way of escape the judgment of the Lord. God have mercy. No escape. But ones who believe and trust God and respect and honor him, if it's no escape for them, what about us? There will be escape. How about that? Deuteronomy 13, 4. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and cleave unto him. That means be close. This is personal, brothers and sisters. This is the kind of service and obedience you give to someone you love. And we are to love the Lord our God more than any other. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Two other places talk about this. The Holy Spirit showing what this really means for true and faithful servant of the Lord Jesus for such a time as this like an anchor, an eternal anchor. Amen. Let's look. John 12, verse 46, glory to the Lord. I have come as a light into the world. So everyone who believes and trusts in me as Savior, all those who anchor their hope in me, what are you anchoring your hope in? I hope it ain't this lost, dying world, government, religion, big mess and rely on the truth of my message, will not live in darkness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been brought into the light. Oh, glory to God. You've been taken out of the prison of darkness. Glory to God. You are to anchor your hope in life in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The other part I would say, as we face this evil time, You are the light of the world like Christ in you. Let your light shine. Stand for truth. Have no part of evil or darkness. You or your kids, and tell them why, too. Amen? Hebrews 6, verse 19, glory to the Lord. This hope, this confident assurance we have as the anchor of the soul, it cannot slip. It cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. 
a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple. Walk on in. That most holy place in which they, the very presence of God dwells. Yes. You can come to your father. You can come to your father and probably even sit in his lap. To be close to and hold on to our Savior and God, Jesus Christ. We as a uh, we have as an anchor of the eternal soul and spirit. Number one, what can it, it will not do? It cannot slip, for he is eternal. Amen. Number two, a safe hope. Amen. And number three, is steadfast, eternal hope. Steadfast and eternal hope in life. Amen. Psalms 2, verse 11. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Know who you are and know who the Lord is. Amen. The Lord here is Lord God. And we are his servants. Yes. We are his. That is. Yes. We are his children now through Jesus Christ. But as the Son of God had to serve when he was on this world, we too have to serve God and others. Amen. Psalm 72, verse 11. Yea, all the kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. Shall serve him. Glory to God. There is a day coming that this song will be fulfilled. Yes, soon and very soon. Amen. That is even made known more by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul. Amen? Philippians 2, 9 through 11. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him, bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and that all every tongue shall confess and openly acknowledge Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God. Glory to, I mean, to the glory of God, the Father. Hallelujah. We can say it now. We have the privilege because we have the spirit of the living God in us. We cry, Abba. We cry, Jesus is Lord. And there is no other. Amen. Now, all those, they're going to do it. But it doesn't say anything about him being Savior there, does it? That's for the ones who believe and trust him. I think all these, these ones that are talking about there is one that did not. They, they did not, but they will. They will bow down and know who their God and their Savior or their, who their king is. Psalms 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord God with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen with gladness, worshiping and singing. Brothers and sisters, I have to. It rises in me. I have to sing to my Savior and my Lord. He is worthy. All that he has done for us, he is doing and will do for us. 
fall out of his love for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his wonderful name, Jesus Christ. The next section of scripture will show what happens when you serve idols in pagan gods and flesh and not the true living God. At the same time, you will see the love and mercy and righteousness of, of the Lord God too. This is amazing. You think about and you think about of what's going on. This sounds sort of familiar. Psalm 106, 35 to 48. Listen to this. And does this sound familiar? But they mingled with idolatrous nations and learned their ways and served their idols, which became a dreadful snare to them. He talks about a snare of the enemy. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. Can you even imagine? Can you even imagine? And shed innocent blood. Even the blood of their sons of the, or of their daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of the Canaan, of the Canaanites. And the land was polluted with their blood. In this way, they became unclean in their practices. They played the prostitutes in their own deeds by giving their worship, which belongs to God alone, not to other gods. Or they gave the worship, which belongs to God alone, to other gods. Yes. Okay, Lord. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was kindled against his people, and he detested his own inheritance. Could you ever think of that, that you would be detested? Well, it was for the Israelites. And he gave them into the hands of the nations, and those who hated them ruled over them. He gave them to the ones that hated them. Their enemies also oppressed them. And they were subdued under the powerful hand of their enemies. Many times he rescued them. But they were rebellious in their in their counsel and sank down in their wickedness. Nevertheless, he looked sympathetically at their distress when they heard their cry, when he heard their cry. When he heard their cry. That's love. That's love. When you don't deserve it, you still receive it. And he remembered his covenant for their sake. Remember, he had a covenant with them. And it was it wasn't dependent upon them. It was dependent on the Lord, just like what Christ is. And relentlessly rescinding their sentence according to the greatness of his loving kindness, like what I just said. When they cried out to him, he showed them mercy and grace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He also made them objects of compassion among those who had carried them away captive. Shalom there, sis Nicole. Bless you, sis. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. I hope you had a wonderful fortune. Well, you're you're in Canada, aren't you? So I don't know if y'all celebrate the fourth or not. <laughs> but anyway, bless you, sis. Glad you're here. In verse 47, save us, O Lord God, and gather us from among the nations that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praising, in praising you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen, praise the Lord, Hallelujah. God have mercy. The same thing is happening. We have a fancy name called abortion. 
That is a living human being. In the womb is a fetus. The truth is, it's still sacrificing your children to death, to selfishness, and you being selfish and not serving the true living God. Oh, amen. You are serving the enemy, Satan, who comes to steal, to kill, steal, and destroy you. Each of you. He hates you. You are made in the image of God. You have the promise of God, redemption, and grace. He wants you to serve him, not your flesh, or this world of darkness and the dark prince of this world. He wants you obeying and serving the true living God. Amen? God wants you to love him and obey him and serve him. So you can experience true life he wants you to have in this life here in eternity. Amen? The Israelites learned and knew as we see in, in, in Psalms. Amen? Daniel in the Psalm of 106. I'm going to write that down, 106. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daniel 3, 17 through 18. It is to be so. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of the hand of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God. Nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Amen. Examples of true servants of the Lord, willing to die for their trust and faith in the true God that they serve. They trusted in the Lord, no matter, no matter what. They were not going, they were not going to serve false gods or idols. Even if it cost them their life. We know by the word of God they were delivered for their obedience for serving the Lord God. Amen. The next two scriptures showing a clear contrast between true servants of the Lord and the ones who do not. Mock Malachi 3.17. And they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In that day I will make I, I will make up my jewels, and I will spare them as I spareth his own son that serveth him. Amen. And then Malachi 3.18. They shall, then shall ye return and discern between righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Now you see there, very clear by God's word. The clear contrast between true servants of the Lord and those who do not. It's in his word right there. Amen. Very clear. Righteousness and wicked. No in-between. Matthew 4, verse 10. Then says Jesus unto them, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, O glory to God, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and him only shalt you thou serve. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus tells Satan, this is how it is, and that's it. Matthew 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters, 
For either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Yet he cannot serve God and mammon. You know, mammon was another idol, another thing they worshipped. It was like prosperity. It was like money. It was like things. Supposedly a God behind that? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would think so. Here, our Lord Jesus tells us we cannot serve him in money or anything else. He has to be the one you want to serve. He has to be the one you is and you live for and willing to die for too. Yes, there is believers who die a physical death standing in serving the Lord, but remember, when Jesus is speaking, he is speaking of spiritual things. Amen. We have to die to our selfish serving flesh nature. Amen. Second Corinthians five. 16 through 17, the proof. So from now on, we regard no one from what? The human point of view. Oh, no, you don't want to. And what is the human point of view? Oh, we get it daily in our news and everything else, according to worldly standards and values. Worldly standards and values are influenced and controlled and possessed by the fallen one. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, we no longer know him this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, praise God, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. The old things, the previous previous moral and spiritual conditions have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Because spiritual awakening brings new life. When this happens, then you are ready to become a true servant of the Lord. This has to happen first. Without this happening in your life personally, you cannot be a true servant of the Lord. Amen? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, steadfast and immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion, in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. Amen, sis. That is so true. That is a powerful word. Thank you for sharing. That's what we should be. That's our example of, of who we should be as servants. Another example of a true servant of the Lord and who is looking looking for now ones who will fast and pray watching for his coming just like this woman was was too amen luke 2 verse 37 that's 37 again and she was a widow about four score and 40 years i mean four years 44 i would say no four score is 80 excuse me 84 years what is going on now this ain't good make a way lord there it is. Wow. He praying, brother, since the enemy don't like what we're what's sharing here. Try to black out the screen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Keep it going, Lord. And she was a widow about fourscore and four years, which depart and which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. Oh, what a dedicated woman, huh? Amen. 
That's true. Romans 1, verse 9. For God is my witness. That's a pretty good witness. That's, that's going to be solid. Whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Amen. We pray this for all of us. Amen. Galatians 5, verse 13. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. This is a sign of true servant of the Lord too. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 9 and 10. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you and how you re- how you turn to God from idols. Oh, hallelujah. And when they turn from idols, what did they do? To serve the living true God. Then this promise in the next verse, verse 10. Because of this, this is, this is for them. This is for you. This is for me. And look forward confidently. Wait. Oh, hallelujah. Wait. Wait for the coming of his son from heaven, hallelujah, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who personally rescued us. Oh, hallelujah. Rescues us. What's he going to rescue us from? The coming wrath. And draws us to himself. Right there is the rapture. From the wrath, and then you're in the presence with him. Granting us all the privilege and reward of new life with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What a promise and truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot, to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Amen. Humble ourselves to serve the true living God. Oh, wow. Amazing what the Holy Spirit revealed. How much more shall the blood of Christ was shed and poured out for us for salvation in eternal life? Praise God for that. But how was this truly done? Who through, who through the eternal spirit offered himself? Do you see and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us? As we, man or woman, uh, as Christ was a man who was filled with the Holy Spirit. The only way we can truly do things of God. His will, purpose for our lives and others around us is the same way that the Son of God did, did who through, he did through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Eternal Spirit. That the Son of God did through the Eternal Holy Spirit. True servants of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Hebrews 12, verse 38. Wherefore? Receiving a kingdom which cannot be what? Moved or shaken. Let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Yet being very humbled, 
showing honor and respect to him. Amen? The end of the study, there is seen preserved for the true servants of the Lord Jesus and the ones who are not only two choices with their free will. Amen? 1 Peter 1, verse 4. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that faded not away, preserved in heaven for you. Glory to God. Ain't you excited? An inheritance, incorruptible. You won't be corrupt no more. Undefiled. You won't be defiled. And that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. All that. But you're already that in Christ right now. It'll be just totally fulfilled in heaven. Second Peter 2, verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of God of mercy. But it's clear by his word. Second Peter 3, verse 7. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment. Perdition, there's that word again, of ungodly men. Perdition. Remember, Jesus was called what? The son of perdition? Rejected his Savior, betrayed him? God have mercy. And awakened to the fact. What is really the mark of the beast? You will, with your own free will, become like the fallen one forever. You will reject and actually hate your God and Savior, Jesus Christ, and will believe and embrace the one called the son of perdition personally, God have mercy. Such a debate about this jab or viper is the mark. It does not matter about the technology or how the method of this deception there is and will be. What matter is in this word and truth? Who do you choose personally now or in the tribulation for your God and Savior. Jesus Christ or Satan? The son of perdition? This is your choices. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ leads to salvation and eternal life. Satan leads to death, hell, and the lake of fire forever. I pray you choose humbly Jesus Christ and not. Do you even know what perdition means? Listen and know now. The definition of perdition. Again, you can see and see what even Judas was called. A state of final spiritual ruin. Loss of the soul. Damnation. The future state of the wicked. And the last one, hell. There you go. There's five. For us, it's grace. For those who choose this, it's damnation and judgment. Utter destruction or ruin. God have mercy. You do not want this. Remember, Judas was called the son of perdition. 
betraying and rejecting his God and Messiah? Who else is going to be called, is called the son of perdition? Who else is called the son of perdition? Let's look. Amen. He's coming. He's coming soon. Second Thessalonians 2, 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for the day shall not come except there come a departing first, and that the man of sin be disclosed, even the son of what? Perdition. The son of perdition. So we know by the word of God and the definition of perdition what it means. So you do not want to be a son or daughter of perdition for all eternity. At, at your last breath of this life, you will either be a son and daughter of God the Father through the giver of life and not death, his son, Jesus Christ, or you will be a son and daughter of perdition forever, God have mercy. I told you the Holy Spirit was showing stuff. Very clear, very clear. So humble yourself and be a true servant of the Lord, Jesus Christ, and live for all eternity, amen? It is so much better future for those who truly are true servants of the Lord Jesus than these who do not serve the Lord but serve their self in Satan. Here, as we finish this lesson, We look to Jesus as our perfect example. Hallelujah. Put this with this. Let's see what I got here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to put these two because I think that is so powerful. Philippians 2, 1 through 11. Be like Christ is the caption for this word. Be like Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Let me get a drink. Thank you, Lord. Therefore, if there's any encouragement and comfort in Christ, as there certainly is an abundance, if there's any consolation consolation of love, if there's any fellowship that we share in the spirit, there is any great depth of affection and compassion, Make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another, knit together in spirit, intent on one purpose, and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel. The good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ is least. If you are a true servant of God, do that. You don't do anything else. Please, do this. Do nothing from selfish and empty conceit. It is not about us. Through fractional motives of strife, what motivates you to serve the Lord? But with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant or self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself, and then you will be true servants of the Lord Jesus Christ now. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of us. Same attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus. 
Look to him as your example of selfish humility. Who, although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of God as one with him, possessing the fullness of all divine attributes, the entire nature of deity did not regard equally with God a thing to be grasped or asserted as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it. There you go. Just like it says, nope, you're born again. You ain't going to lose it or whatever the people try to say. People who come up with that, you know, silliness is because they don't have, they're not content. They don't have the spirit of God. And that's the only thing I can figure why they wouldn't think it. But empty yourself. Empty yourself. But he, but emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity. But only temporarily, giving up the outward expression of divine equality and rightful dignity by assuming the form bondster and being made in the likeness of men. Now that's low. That's really low on the, as you look on the scale of God compared to us. He became completely human, but was without sin. To be the perfect sacrifice, Christ had to become like us. Being fully God and fully man, praise God. After he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death on a cross. When he did this, what happened? For this reason, also because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every kneel shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess and openly acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord, sovereign God to the glory of God the Father. There is a way, there is a plan. We all, may we are to learn from and follow our Lord Jesus to be a true servant of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. We finish this lesson without being uh, with, with being about now in the future. I mean, we'll finish this lesson with being about now and in the future of the serving God, of serving God. Colossians three twenty two through twenty four. Servants and servants in everything obey those who are your masters on earth not only with external service as those who merely please people, but with sincerity of heart because of your fear of the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever you ask, task may be, work from the soul that is put in the various best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men, 
knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord, not from men, that you will serve the you will receive an inheritance which is your greatest reward. It is the Lord Jesus whom you actually serve. Well, there you go. Why you should be serving? Who's greater than whoever you're serving? Manager or boss or pastor? You're serving the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior and King. Amen. This is for us now, true servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the scriptures for our eternal bright future. Revelation 7, verse 15. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him night and day in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Revelation 22, 3. And there shall be no more curse. Hallelujah. No more curse. No more stickers. No more sin. No more trafficking children. No more abortion. No more terrible, evil, wicked depravity of sin. But the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Amen. Praise God forever. Amen. Praise God forever. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll have to cut that down some. That's that's a big deal there. I'll have to cut that down later for sure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As it slowly comes together, make a way, Father. Mm. It has been something tonight. There it goes. That's funny. I had to click it close, and it comes up. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now try again. There you go. It's been slow tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, the basket jar, all I have worth, and with your feet, oh Lord, less than you deserve. So beautiful, for the dancehall, and the light for me, oh, like you spilled your blood. I fill my heart as an offering to my King. Here I am, take me as an offering. Here I am, giving every heart. For your glory, 
take me. Hallelujah. Take me, Lord. The time I have left is all I have of worth. Laid at your feet, Lord, is less than you deserve. And all the heavenly streets, though my days are few, you gave your life for me, so I, my life, my live for you. Like you spilled your blood, I fill my heart as an offering to my King. Here I am, take me as an offering. Here I am, give me. Every heart beat for your glory, and take me as an offering. Here I am, giving every heart beat for your glory. Lord, you are worthy, worthy is the Lord. Amen. Worthy, worthy, you are worthy, worthy is the Lord. Hallelujah. You are Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, you are, Lord. Worthy, worthy. You are worthy. Worthy is the Lord. Worthy, worthy. You are worthy. Worthy is the Lord. Here I am. Here I am giving every heartbeat for your glory. Take me, Lord. Lord. Take me, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. And we humble ourselves before you, Lord, glorious one, holy and true. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. Worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. 
strength where I've been weakened, forever he will reign. Sing it now. My God is awesome. 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 My God is awesome. Hallelujah. Awesome. 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 My God is awesome. Of the whole world, since his salvation, since his reign, my God is awesome. Today I am forgiven. His grace is why I'm living. Praise his holy name. Amen. My God is awesome. Hallelujah.
strength when I've been weakened. Praise his holy name. Amen. Hallelujah forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is awesome. Praise God. And you know, he is yes. And amen. Glory to God. There you The well that overflows, the God who was and is and shall be forevermore. Holy is the Lord. Amen. Here we go. Amen. Blessing and honor and glory and power, amen, amen, amen. Blessing and honor and glory and power, amen. Hold the way. The truth and the lie, perfect Savior, the blood that washes us white, the God who was and is and shall be forevermore. Holy is the Lord. Amen, amen, blessing and honor and glory and power, amen, 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 blessing and
Amen. Holiness has a name. It's Jesus. Victory has a name. It's Jesus. The word has a name. It's Jesus. Name above all. Redemption has a name. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Blessing and honor and glory and power. Amen. Amen. And honor and glory and power, Amen. 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 Blessing and honor and glory and power, Amen. Amen. Blessing and honor and glory and power, Amen. 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 To Jesus give glory, all the glory to Jesus, amen. Give you all the glory, Lord. Give you all the glory, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You give all, you get all the glory, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Yes, it is, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes, Lord. The battle is the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. By your name you run. You reign. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, brothers and sisters, the victory is his. You know you stand from victory. You don't stand from no outcome that's happened, but by victory, Jesus is victorious. That's how you stand as you pray. From victory, from from that he has overcome, that he has defeated the enemy. Jesus is victorious. And we stand from a stand of victory when we pray, when we seek the Lord, when we serve him, 
The battle is the Lord. He's able to handle it. He just wants us to be humble and trust him in it. Praise his holy name that we stand from the standpoint of victory. More than overcomers through Jesus Christ our Savior. That's what the Lord says. Let's believe his word and not men. Amen? All right. Let's get to the prayers. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Answered prayers. The Lord is amazing. The Lord is amazing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That has been happening. Hallelujah. Uh, well, it was good about some of the stuff about I asked for prayer for protection from the school and church, but the people that uh, are, I mean, at the school where my pastor was serving, they have they have uh, voted him out. I don't know what God, you know, everything that God's doing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Another answer prayer. Thank you, Jesus. How about you know, your husband, David? Is he doing better, sis? Is he doing better, uh, your your husband, David, with his back? I pray he is in the name of Jesus and the rest of your family and everything y'all is going through. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Here we go. Way to start out our faith to grow. All right, sis. Amen, sis. That is a great prayer. The fullness of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Well, he will bring that forth to you. The Holy Spirit will. Full measure of the Holy Spirit. And young pen start right, quit writing too. It's ridiculous all this stuff to happen. All right, any other prayer requests before we go to the Lord? We gotta go to the Lord here and let sis uh, uh, sit, uh let sit excuse me, mouth. Let sister come and share this last song, this last uh, praise song for the Lord. How excellent is your name? How excellent your name is, Lord. Glory to God. All right, any other prayer requests before we go? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, glory to God. They answer the prayers and then, you know, others that encourage you to pray and our faith to grow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank God. All right, Father, we thank you. We come to you in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we lift up these prayer requests, Father, the the ones that are uh, uh, we're very grateful for the answer to prayers. And we pray for uh, Sis Nicole, Father, in the name of Jesus, for the full indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Let her know that you live within her and that the Holy Spirit comes and renews her. And he gives us a drink and he gives us a fire and he gives us of himself and that we need him daily. And, Lord, that we would humble ourselves and get ourselves out of the way, each and every one of us, just like Sister Coach asking, and that we'd be filled more with you. Father, I pray that you would move her and that she would look at Ephesians chapter 1 and see what that means about the presence and the feeling of the Holy Spirit and of you, you, Lord, to be filled with you, Lord Jesus, to be filled with you, God, that we understand that you really are here, 
I need you part of our lives, and we're very grateful. We thank you. We come to you, Lord, and this powerful message, and you, Holy Spirit, revealing very, very powerful spiritual things, a matter of life and death, a matter of serving the living God, or will be serving themselves and Satan. Oh, Lord, you have made it so clear. Let us be humble. Let us follow into your footpath, I mean your footsteps and path, and be who you've called us to be. And forgive us where we fail you, Lord, and make mistakes and even sin. Thank you, Lord, that you love us still, because your love is greater than all of our faults. Thank you for this night, Father, and this mighty word, that we apply it to our lives and hear what the Holy Spirit said to us, and that we are true servants of the Lord Jesus Christ now. But that's what we're called by in the word of God, servants, sons and daughters of the Most High, bond servants of the Lord, vessels. Hallelujah, Father. That we be who you've called us to be. We're very grateful for this night. We're very grateful we can come together in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for your love most of all. It's greater than all of our fear, our doubt, unfaithfulness, unbelief. Lord, it's amazing. Thank you, Lord. Your love conquers all. We give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Praise God. We'll be praying for her tersis. We pray for um, uh, we pray for Sis uh, Nicole's mother. Father, we pray that you comfort her and give her peace. And, Lord, uh, let her give her the mind of Christ, for, of clarity of who you are to her. And, Lord, in even that, even, you know, as the physical things diminish, but you are greater in the spirit. Father, I pray that you would give comfort and peace to her and Sister Cole, and that she be there, and that, Lord, it's all in your hands, and we trust you. We thank you for Sister Cole and her mother, and we pray that you intervene in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, sis, we'll pray for your mother. All right, sis. All right, we'll let, and you'll let you come and sing, and we have the words here of your song. My song scriptures, song 8, verse 1, uh, 3 and 5 and 8, okay. Uh, chapter, I guess, song 8, okay. Verse 1 and then 3, 5 and okay. All right, okay, praise God. Uh, Lord, O oh Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who have set forth the glory above the heavens. When I consider the heavens the work of thy fingers and moon and stars, what thou hast ordained. What is man that art mindful of him, and the son of man that visited him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, hast crowned him with glory and honor. Amen. Amen, sis. That's, that's prophetic, too, isn't it? That's very prophetic. Okay, brother. Amen. All right, sis. You go ahead. Uh, okay. okay. Thank you. Praise God. Glory fills the heavens beyond the fire. 
and know you more and love you more with all my heart, with my, all my entire being. That's what Amen. are the desires of our heart always, that as a child of God. Okay, brother, yeah. thank you so much. Hello, all my sisters in the chat rooms, and to you, brother Amen. and sister Brenda, I love you all. Good night. We love you too, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Shalom, good night. Praise God. Well, bless you too, Sister Cole and Sister Connie. Bless you, ladies of the Lord, godly sisters and daughters of the Lord. I pray the Lord watch over you and bless you and keep you. I hope you have a great rest of the evening and weekend. And just keep looking. And let's look at the examples and let's be true servants of the Lord. Look to his example. And the Holy Spirit will help us. He'll show us the way to go and how and what we need to do. And uh, it'll be good. And overall, after a while, even it might get tough, it might get hard, but you'll feel better because you'll be in the will and the purpose of the Father. All right, y'all have a great night. And we say shalom and goodbye. Praise the Lord for he is worthy. Shalom and goodbye. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.